severe storm to your weekend plans. No one in North Carolina. Civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. I repeat, civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. This warning applies to all areas receiving this broadcast. Turn in to 9.20 a.m. to get updated information in the event that you are separated from your television or if electrical service is interrupted. Civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. This station will now cease transmission, so please use your battery-powered radio tuned in to 9.20 a.m. for information. Presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central university. A study on the wise field. everybody welcome to episode 303 of our jacob do america podcast i am your host in the place to be mr jacob p and sitting right across from me is the brown recluse mr Artro. art say hello to the millions and millions what the hell is going on guys go to cavemancoffee.com check out their entire inventory they got the coffee beans they got the hibiscus tea they got the cacao butter they got whatever your heart desires dude I had some coffee earlier today around like 3.30 just because I knew we were recording tonight. So I was like, let's fucking do this shit, yeah, It's dude. about 8 o'clock and he's it's, still hitting. Well, it, I'm hitting right now. I'm hoping by the time this podcast is over, that's when I'm going to start tailing off and be like, time for bed. Yeah, there you go. Time for some Ted Lasso. Whatever, <laughs> you know, like, um, but anyways, guys, go to kmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. Um, they got the coffee beans, hibiscus tea. I love the hibiscus tea. Hibiscus tea on a hot day, like cold hibiscus tea, dude. It slaps. What about a cold day? 
in Bakersfield. It's about to be 29 degrees. Oh, it is going to be. And just, you know, brew your own coffee. Make it hot. Yeah. Something like it hot. Um, but if it's not, then go ahead and uh, do the uh, was it the double shot espresso. The, uh, what's the can one? Oh, nitro cold nitro brew. Nitro cold brew. Sorry, I just blanked out. Dude. <laughs> uh, nitro cold brew. I That's a little too much for me, but there's intense people like Jacob. They fucking chug that shit. Um, but guys, use promo code America to receive 15% off. Take a picture of yourself drinking the tea or wearing the hats or drinking the hibiscus tea on a hot day or a cold day and tell them our Jacob sent you. There you go. So speaking of sponsors, guys, I need everyone to head on over to sucreapparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So go through her entire catalog online. Find everything that you want, love, and desire. I believe, what's the next holiday coming up? It's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, guys. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's start that. Let's make that a thing where we buy people St. Patrick's Day gifts as opposed to eating shitty corned beef and hash and doing a pub crawl and wasting your money on that. Guys, why don't you waste your money? Not, don't waste your money. Buy something spectacular. 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 For your friends, for your loved ones. But before you hit checkout, guys, I need everyone to enter promo code Art and Jacob, and the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But Art, we're not here to talk about fucking St. Patrick's Day gifts or hibiscus teas or double shot espressos. Art, what are we here to talk about today, my guy? Guys, we're here to talk about broadcast signal interruptions. Is that how we want to phrase it? I don't know. TV broadcast hijacking? TV hijacking. Yeah. I guess there's multiple names. Jacob will come up with some clever thing at the end. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. This is a topic that I guess has, like, we've brought it up. We, like, I think we've briefly talked about, like, number stations and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's been something that's been kind of brought up in the past, but, like, never been its own topic. And, you know. It's it's time. Yeah, there you go. It's time. It's oh, I can't do that. Dude, that's a, that's a good. What's that dude from the UFC? Oh, um, not Michael Buffer, but his brother. Uh, oh fuck, Jesus and Jordan, you guys are gonna kill me. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Jesus Buffer. I was like, <laughs> what? Whoa, the apple fell far from the tree. Um, he grew up in we, Mexico. We know who you're talking about, but yeah, yeah dude, that, Buffer brother. That's a pretty like Bruce iconic Buffer. Bruce Buffer. That's an iconic. And in the red corner, mm-hmm. hailing from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. yeah, fucking, I love that guy. Yeah, it's a great, great voice. Like, even if you're not excited for anything, the fact that he introduces, like, UFC fighters like that is like, oh, fuck. It'll be, like, some no-name UFC fighter, like, and hailing from Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan ninja. And it's like. <laughs> that got a little bit I nicer. Know, dude. Right I know, dude. I didn't know where I was going with it, dude. I was like, oh, fuck. This might go south <laughs> really bad. <laughs> First syllable was not hitting right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets fired. It's like Dana White's like, you know what, dude? The Nicaraguan Nancy boy. That's even more offensive, probably. <laughs> dude, you want to hear something crazy? Of course. So, all right, dude. All right. Before we start this episode, let's do a little bit of banter. Some people like some banter, but mm-hmm. I have a friend who is a white woman. We're good friends. She was on her Instagram talking about how she was saying that, I guess, like, um, twat, right? The, the, the word twat. Like, is offensive, but like, I guess like, 
cunt is like really offensive. Apparently, to yeah. the point where like people won't say it anymore, like cunt. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck doesn't say cunt? <laughs> I call my mom a cunt. And I was like, <laughs> like, like it's just like it's not that bad. Like if yeah. if I if like I heard someone say cunt, I wouldn't be like, oh oh fuck. It's like the word crap. In my in my opinion, I I mean I don't know. Some people out there might find cunt offensive or whatever. It's weird, but you say that because I was listening to Tiger Belly and Jim Jeffries, that Australian comedian. Mm-hmm. He was on there and he was talking. About, I guess he he's famous for calling people cunts. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about like if you say it, Jim Jeffries from Australia, it's funny, it's lovable, it's 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 kid friendly or whatever. Just because you know, like people from that part of the world, that's that's what they do. Like, let me get a number two, you cunt. Yeah. Uh, but if you say that in America, oh my god, it's 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 only second to the N word. Yeah. So I mean, that's the big difference right there. Is like one of them is just the N word, and it's like the other, like you know, like. Unless you're like rapping ar- along to like something like yeah. Snoop Dogg is saying, like, and you thought the N word, like, <laughs> like, or you like, you know, you're driving along, you're like, yeah, dude, he says it, like, <laughs> like it's probably like you know the most like taboo thing you can say without like mm-hmm. being a full blown racist. Cunt, I've always just been like, what the fuck, like, it's like a Brit. To me, it's just British slang. Yeah, or like if you say like that's a really cunty thing, like I don't know, I just yeah. feel like cunt not on the same level at all i feel like bitch has like more like more like yeah. gravitas to it i'm a bitch it. i'm a lover okay then that takes yeah. away some of the power <laughs> yeah that song killed it dude yeah. that song made oh I, I bitch please don't say it not because it's offensive but because it's like i don't want that song coming yeah. in my head for the next seven days yes um, yeah i don't know anyways that was my rant on the word cunt so <laughs> sorry if we get canceled or whatever <laughs> Somebody's like these motherfuckers. Demonetized. They they just sell women back like fifty years. But anyways, um, going back to this. um, Speaking of cunts. Yeah. Speaking of cunts. Yeah. Um, this is some really cunty thing to do to (laughs) to uh, interrupt broadcasting. Um, by the way, I only brought up that she was a white woman because uh, I just thought about that. Where I was like, why did I bring that up? Well, because, like, I don't know if, like, a black woman would say that's more offensive. I can't <laughs> I can't see a Mexican woman giving a fuck about the word cunt. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, black woman would be like, I'd rather be called a cunt than that other word yeah. that you're refusing <laughs> to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got to deal with fucking, fucking uh, racial fucking the racist justice system and yeah. shit like like i feel like like if like if a bunch of dudes are hanging out together and it's like dude you're being a fucking dick like nobody bats an eye nobody bats an eye like i don't know just it's just another word anyways broadcast interruptions if you are not familiar with broadcast interruptions broadcast interruptions basically you're watching you know your pbs you're watching your your fox news with tucker carlson and <laughs> hbo hbo and you're just chilling there and all of a sudden and all of a sudden a weird message or a different screen comes up and something that you were not ready or have not seen before pops up on the screen normally something kind of freaky mm-hmm. sometimes not so freaky Sometimes very freaky. Oh yes, depending on what part of the country you live in. Mm-hmm. But um, we. So, you know, let me ask you this: Have you ever seen a broadcast interruption, or have you ever, like, before we cover this topic, have you ever, ex- like, had anything, any 
Anything that's ever popped up to you on this? Not on the TV. Uh, radio, yes. I remember back in the day, like when, you know, before I had a job and was able to purchase compact discs and before a world before Napster where you can download things illegally and listen to them over and over again. A world before YouTube, mm-hmm. right, where you can just watch it and whatever at your, at your own convenience, right? Uh, I remember you used to have a tape deck and whenever Bone Thugs and Harmonies, The Crossroads would come on, or First of the Month, or California Love, like you had to push record, or you had to push record on KKXX, the Rhythm of the Valley, and you'd have like a mixtape or whatever, right? And so I remember just stay, sitting, sitting at you know my table in my room, you know, with the tape deck just right above my head, listening to the radio until my favorite songs came on, so I can you know tape them and listen to them later. And I do remember like th- there was a very specific playlist that would happen late at night. And for whatever reason, there was all there was always this, like around Sunday night, like there was always this like interruption where it was like two kids fucking around, right? Like they weren't saying anything necessarily like bad or evil or whatever, but it was a lot of like nonsensical like like Ace Ventura fucking yeah, yeah. quotes and shit. And I was just like, I always thought like that was super weird. Like, hey, how the fuck did you do that? Like, and yeah. they were like super young. So if I was like 12 years old, like doing this with the tape deck, they must've been like eight, nine or 10. Like they're very, very, very young kids to be doing this. So I remember I didn't really experience anything like that. And I'm trying to think, um, back in the like rabbit antenna days or whatever, I remember every once in a while we would get like, cross signals from like fresno tv stations things like that right yeah but you know nothing crazy but i remember um when my sister was in high school she said that like some of like the nerdy kids or whatever like hijacked the radio signal (laughs) and were like giving like girls shout outs on their on the radio station or whatever and like saying all this like obscene shit Hey, Tiffany, yeah. you want to go to the, the prom with me? I'm going to touch your leg. That's her Art LeBeau impression. Where it's like, hey, this is from Little Puppet. <laughs> going out to a little Chucky or whatever. Yeah. You know, like some bullshit like this that. This one goes out to Chucho yeah. in the pinta. Little Flacco is <laughs> wanting to say to little Osita, <laughs> I'm your puppet. Yeah. Wait for me. Wait, make sure not to get too pregnant without me. <laughs> you know, some weird shit like that. But, um... Basically, yeah, I never experienced anything like that. But as I was telling you before we started recording, I would say around 2008, 2009, I came across this thing called the Wyoming incident. And what the Wyoming incident was, it was like, it was this very real looking broadcast, right? So I think it had like Mitt Romney in it or whatever. And like all of a sudden things would get like fuzzy or whatever. And tune out and this like black and white message would pop up and it, would, it said like you will see such pretty things and all of a sudden like this like weird disfigured face would show, show up and like all these like weird messages would start appearing and like it was just very like creepy and all of a sudden like it would last like three to four minutes and all of a sudden it would go like the stack would come back to and it go back to like the news report or whatever and apparently it was, like, something that was being broadcast in, like, the Wyoming area or whatever. And, like, um, there was this whole thing about, like, oh, people that witnessed that say that they felt, like, really nauseous while watching that video. And, like, people have nightmares about that video or whatever. So I used to, like, watch it all the time. And, like, I was all about it. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I like, need to lose weight. I need like, to get <laughs> nauseous. Yeah, I got a fucking finger down my throat. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, I don't know. So, like, I used to watch it all the time. 
And then I found out it was like all fake, like somebody just put oh. it all together. And I was, but I was like, but it really intrigued me. All of a sudden, kind of like that like, Tubi commercial on the Super Bowl where it like made it seem like someone sat on the remote. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this is like YouTube. You know, it was yeah. like younger YouTube than what it is now. But um, it was it was really well done. It created this whole like you know like um, creepy pasta type thing or whatever. And they released other ones that followed that one, and it was pretty popular for a while, but. You know, like most things on the internet do, it fizzled away and disappeared. But it at least, you know, sparked my interest in, like, you know, has that ever really happened? Like, mm-hmm. has there really been broadcast interruptions? Oh, yes, there has. And that's where we pick up our story. There you go. So, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, so um, I, I I know when we were texting back and forth this week, I, I mentioned, I was like, let's just start with the most famous story first. Oh, yeah, let's do that. And kind of work our way down. So uh, the main, the most famous TV broadcast hijacking uh, to date, uh, this one has its own long-ass Wikipedia. It could be, it legitimately could be its own it episode. It could be its own episode, really, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, if it, if we if the demand is there, we'll revisit it. But here's the Cliff Notes version of it. So, um, in November 22nd of 1987 on WGN TV. Speaking of, you know, early rabbit yeah. rabbit ears television and whatnot. I growing I was, up, did you have a WGN? So I did have WGN. Mind you, this is a Chicago, a local Chicago network, and <laughs> over in the West Coast in East Bakersfield, California. Yeah. I remember I that is legitimately a channel you got on your TV. Yeah, so I didn't understand it and like I didn't understand it. I just thought like the Cubs were that popular. Yeah. That they would just get played <laughs> that much. But apparently, yes, I didn't realize it was out of Chicago, but I did have it. Um and then it stopped broadcasting around like two thousand like two thousand around like nineteen ninety six. I think mm-hmm. it just like boop, not yeah. popular enough or something. It just yeah. went away. You got KCAL nine news, okay, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it just went around went away around that time period. But I do remember I do remember WGN, mm-hmm. which I think it stands for like world's greatest newspaper. Correct. So um, but anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So during the nine o'clock news broadcast at approximately nine fourteen PM, uh, during the sports report, um, where the Bears, Art's beloved Bears, mm-hmm. Chicago Bears, uh, whooped the crap out of the Detroit Lions thirty to ten. Uh, during that broadcast, uh, some things never change. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fast forward to 2023, that is still happening. Yeah. Whatever, even though the Lions have an amazing defense. But anyways, I digress on that. People don't like it when we speak sports, and apparently, uh, this person didn't like sports either because for two and a half seconds, uh, there was a in, uh, there was an incursion that occurred. Like the like our you know explained earlier, like everything went fuzzy for a minute. And this weird face, like this plastic, you know, mask and whatnot, was seen like just rocking back and forth. And the mask that this person was wearing was that of a, ma- a mask of Max Headroom. So I don't remember Max Headroom growing up, but apparently he was a big deal over in the UK. And then later on in MTV, I guess he would like introduce videos. I guess he was a, an art, a faux artificial intelligence creation. Yeah. That would say something clever. He got so popular that he endorsed New Coke when Coke abandoned its original recipe and came out with New Coke and told you to ride the wave. Yeah. I mean, didn't he feel so like early 90s? Yes. I feel like early 90s were like, everything just felt dark. Like that, to me, like he's kind of creepy looking. Like it's kind of a creepy looking dude. And the fact that that's like popular, remember like, was it Mac? Mac Midnight or whatever. Yes, he reminded me of that. That McDonald's Moon Man guy. Yeah, like the Moon Man thing or whatever. Like, dude, there were some fucking creepy, like, sh- 
like sponsors like that was like normal can you imagine like the shit that wasn't normal even mtv at this time period was like they're like in between video cut screens or whatever were like i remember there was like a dude that was just smashing his head into like yeah into like the ground and all of a sudden like the like the blood or whatever turned into like the word mtv or something like the brain residue yeah like it was just like shit like that was just going on like it was Mm -hmm. just like and that was like okay to do back then. Like, yeah. and people are getting freaked out by the word "cunt" now. It's like, but <laughs> <laughs> just snowflakes. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Max Headroom was was this weird character uh, in pop culture. Again, I don't remember him, but he was popular either. throughout the eighties. Apparently, uh, popular enough for Coke to hire him as a spokesperson or whatever, right? Uh, but he was this artificial intelligence character, and he had like this weird neon background that would always. It was supposed to represent like him, like stuck like in a you know a virtual world or whatever. Yeah, virtual fucking yeah. highway world or whatever, right? But anyways, this person kind of recreated this Max Headroom character. Uh, had a mask. Apparently, they sold it, you know in Halloween stores or whatever. So he had the mask. It was creepy, just rocking back and forth. And there was this, like, corrugated uh, steel background that was moving back and forth. Spinning around to create that illusion of... Yeah, and it it wasn't anything bad. Again, it lasted two and a half seconds. Uh, The broadcast came back, and the sports reporter was just like, hey, dude, that was... If you're wondering what is happening, so am I. And I thought that was a pretty good save because he was like... Kind of like, well, I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. And so then he's like, well, let's just start from the top again. The Bears beat the Lions yeah. uh, 30 to 10. So uh, that was the end of it on WGN. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two hours later on the PBS affiliate, WTTW, uh, during an episode of Doctor Who, which I guess it was Horror of Fang Rock. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a fan of Doctor Who. Never seen a Doctor Who in my life. Yeah, apparently it's popular with the, with the nudes. But anyways... Uh, they were playing this uh, two hours later on the PBS affiliate, and this actually lasted uh, about a little over 90 seconds. Yeah. And to kind of give you the cliff notes of what happened, again, he appears like all creepily, like, Shh, and he starts talking. So he says some things like, catch the wave, but instead of showing a, a Coke can, he throws a Pepsi, a Pepsi can. can at the camera. Uh, he starts humming uh, the theme song for Clutch Cargo, which I guess was a popular animated yeah. TV series in the 1950s. Uh, he flips off the camera with a hollowed-out dildo. Uh, he makes a comment about WGN uh, sports reporter Chuck Swirsky calling him a freaking liberal. Yeah. <laughs> a freaking liberal. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was funny. Uh, he calls uh, the world's greatest newspaper a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Uh, which the world's greatest new paper is WGN. Uh, then it goes to like a, a flash cut and the mask is taken off. You don't see that guy's actual face. He pulls down his pants and a lady in a French maid's outfit starts spanking him with a fly swatter. And he says something to the effect of like, they're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. Yeah. I think somebody says like, okay, now bend over or, so, I mean, yes, this is definitely the most popular broadcast interruption, the most infamous broadcast interruption. There's all kinds of rabbit holes with this one, right? There's people that say, you know, this is like a former disgruntled employee, mm-hmm. you know, or just a bunch of kids playing pranks. Some people even say that the girl that goes to slap his butt with the fly swatter looks more like an underage girl. Like she's like, looks like she's closer to the age of 10. I watched a video a few times. You can't really tell. I mean, she just, she does look young, 
But she looks probably closer. I don't know. It's tough to say. Like it's really yeah. tough to say. I don't think she's ten. Yeah, I don't think she's ten either. I mean, she looks young, but she maybe doesn't... seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I mean, she looks probably closer to like that. You know, teen, late teens, maybe college age kids mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I don't know. So she's like slapping his butt, and, and there's all kinds of like, you know, war with this one. You know, mm-hmm. even though it only lasted ninety seconds. Yeah. Um, and, but it's it, a it's a it's a riveting ninety seconds too. I'll yeah. say that it's weird and it's kind of funny given the fact that they, they did this on PBS around At like, eleven p.m. Yeah, eleven p.m. It's <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, but the way they were explaining that they did this is they used a more powerful microwave transmission than the stations themselves were yeah. using, which is pretty difficult because you got to think in the city of Chicago, they have some pretty powerful transmitters. So powerful that their transmissions can be caught all the way in Bakersfield, California from Chicago. Or whatnot, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, there's that. So it wasn't, it couldn't have been just like some regular ass kid. It had to be somebody, like you said, somebody that worked uh, probably for WGN that knew the ins. I, I did research for a whole goddamn week and I still don't understand how this shit works. Some of those goddamn like Notre Dame nerds yeah. crossing over <laughs> over there. I'm trying to think Northwestern nerds, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. the local MIT call. or some yeah. shit. I don't know. They're, they're all driving over there. Let's go mess with these freaking liberals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so it, it either took a lot of money or a lot of know-how or a little bit of both. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they broke into, you know, the transmitter somewhere to be able to do this. Uh, The WGN Tower uh, uh, was on top of the John Hancock Center, which is one of the tallest buildings in Chicago. And the PBS uh, transmitter is actually on top of the Sears Tower, which I think at the time was the tallest building in the world. So... And they're, they're within a straight line of each other. So the person that did this, that was responsible for this, had to been somewhere in the middle to be able to catch both of those at the same time. Yeah. Man. Reminds me of the time I was at the Sears Tower. Shit's pretty tall, dude. Yeah. I can't... I honestly can't imagine a taller building. You know, they when you go to the very top and you take that thing where they put you in a glass box or whatever, and you're, like, literally looking up, like fuck dude this is like where planes fly like yeah. it's pretty tall it makes me feel pretty anxious but yes that is uh that is a pretty strong broadcasting signal if you're going to be able to hijack something that high up in the air at some point you have to like you know it was mostly just seen by people in the chicago land area so like you know obviously if we were in bakersfield people in bakersfield didn't report seeing that so no. not that strong but strong enough to like hijack the chicago area so yeah Interesting and stuff. Apparently, I guess there's a five year limit, uh, a statute of limitations, and as of as of 2023, no one has came out. I guess there's a Reddit group that you know points to it being like some local you know hacker group that did this or whatnot. But as of today, like no one has come out, even though the statute of limitations has expired. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't come out to say it because you never know. What if you're like CEO of like you know. PacSun. <laughs> You're like, I'm a manager of PacSun, dude. Like, I can't come out and say I was fucking riding the wave, getting my butt slapped. Yeah. You know, like, you know. Canceled. Yeah. At this point, you know, like, let's say they're, let's say they were, like, 20 years old. You know, that was back in... Uh, 1987. 1987. So, like, you know, they're, like... 50-something 50s now. 50s now, you know? Yeah, they're, yeah. like, getting ready to retire. Yeah. They got a, or dead. So, like... You know, <laughs> Possibly, so, yeah. Yeah, so, tough to say. Yeah, but look it up, guys, uh, on YouTube. It's it's pretty fascinating. The visuals are the fascinating part on that one because it's like, 
And it's not as it's not as vulgar as you might think because the buttocks is like exposed sideways. Yeah, it's just so, half ass, and it's a white butt too. Yeah. So it's nothing. It's not a not a meat to look at. It's anyway. not like you get to see the butthole or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get to. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to see that. Like, is it privilege? Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's go to, the, in my opinion, this is probably the second most popular one. Okay. There's a song by the band called Tomahawk called okay. Captain Midnight. Oh, okay, there you and go. And I was like, I wonder what that's all about. And it would took me a couple of years to figure that out. I was like, oh, apparently there's like a broadcast interruption thing. But this is probably the most, you know, earlier than that one, mm-hmm. a little less vulgar than that one. But this ha- this one happens in 1986. Correct. And let me set up what happens, and then we'll work our way backwards. So, 1986, around 12:32 a.m. during an uh, HBO broadcast, a message pops up, and it says, "Good evening, HBO, from Captain Midnight. 12:95 a month. No way. Showtime movie channel. Beware." <laughs> right away, dude. <laughs> Inflation's a bitch. Yeah. Because every time I see that, it says twelve ninety five a month. Like I'm like, dude, that's a great deal, dude. I, I'm like, I think we pay fourteen dollars a month for HBO right now. Yeah. It's like, and you're only, you know, it's like, I guess it's better now because it's streaming service. But yeah, you know, like twelve ninety nine. Damn, dude. Like for a whole channel, it's pretty good, dude. Man, HBO. Hey, I'm gonna say this though. I remember like when my dad was around during this time period or whatever. Mm-hmm. We had HBO. And HBO, from the time you woke up till the time you went to bed, and probably later after that for mommy and daddy time. Yeah. Like, HBO, like, my 38 years of life has never been a fucking bad channel. They always got good shit on that yeah. channel, whatever. So, even now, like, twelve ninety five, which it gets increased for inflation, which is like $30 a month and whatnot. I, I gotta say, that that's kind of worth it, guys. But, there's a whole backstory on it and whatnot. But, one thing I want to say, too. Is that those early like HBO like feature presentation? Mm-hmm. I think I I messaged you it like that. And then like the HBO logo is like floating around in space and it yeah. has like that cool ass like orchestra disco song or whatever. I still get chills when I hear that shit. That's worth the thirty dollar admission. You know what's wild? That like iconic like and then like the HBO logo comes on. Yeah. Like Dude, they've been using that since forever, and like 96? it's still fucking like, oh. you know. I was watching like, um, what was I watching the other day? Um, not Last the, of Us. Last of Us. I was watching that, and I was like, you, you know, you know, when that shit comes on, you're about to watch some good shit. Yeah, I remember when Game of Thrones was in its throes or whatever. Like it would be like, Psh, oh, everybody be quiet, everybody be quiet, dude. <laughs> yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones is on. The Thrones is on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so give it, I like, guess, a little black backstory on this uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Not only were you paying twelve ninety five a month in 1986 for HBO, uh, but HBO did a thing, too, where they scrambled their signal. So yeah. uh, January 15th, 1986, they scrambled their signal because a lot of people were illegally obtaining HBO uh, and all their great premium content. And HBO was like, no, nah, fuck that, dude. We're going to scramble our signal. So if you were a cable subscriber, you just, you know, went through your cable company and they just flipped a switch. Hey, you got you got HBO, dude. Just pay your twelve ninety five a month and then you're good, dude. You got WGN and you got HBO. <laughs> but if you were a satellite dish owner, and I guess the advantage of being a satellite dish owner is you could avoid the middleman of the, the, the cable company. You just dealt with HBO directly. Did you or 
did you have family members or anybody that had those big satellite dishes? No, we had a neighbor that had one though, and it was obnoxious, obnoxiously large. My, Took up the whole backyard. My aunt had one of those giant satellite dishes, and I remember like she and her my cousins would brag about how like oh it gets channels from here and here, and now I can only imagine like once it like. Like the analog thing went out. Like I wonder how like fucking stupid. Like now we gotta chainsaw that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like solar panels now. Yeah. It's like yeah, that, yeah. eventually that's gonna be uh, a fucking eyesore. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a neighbor and it took up the whole goddamn backyard. And you're right. He used to brag about getting fucking uh, fucking channels from fucking Afghanistan and shit. Yeah, I'm from like, Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> Nicaragua. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) we got to watch the Nancy boy fight. (laughs) The Nicaragua Nancy boy versus the cunts. Yeah. (laughs) Versus the Cameroon cunt. (laughs) (laughs) It was the 90s. You could say shit like that. Yeah, fucking Howard Stern, Jerry Springer. Anyways, uh, but the advantage of having a satellite dish over cable was you cut out the middleman. You just grabbed all the the channels that you wanted and premium contact like HBO. <laughs> you just dealt with them directly. You didn't yeah. have to pay your cable company. So there was a financial advantage. Yeah, you had to bag this big ass fucking dish, but monthly, you didn't have to worry about it. But once they scrambled their signal, not only were you paying the twelve ninety five a month. But then you also had to buy a, a descrambler device, which at the time was three hundred ninety-five dollars. For inflation purposes in twenty twenty, that was worth nine hundred and ninety-three dollars. So picture yourself now. You know you want to watch fucking The Last of Us, excellent show on HBO. Uh, you got to buy a box for nine hundred ninety-three dollars, as well as pay thirty dollars a month just to watch this. I love John Oliver. But I don't know if it's worth that much, right? So this pissed off a lot of uh, satellite owners as well as a lot of satellite salespeople, which brings us to our story. Mr. Uh, John McDougal, McDougal, uh, a uh, satellite salesman, Mm -hmm. kind of took it upon himself to uh, kind of put his foot down, mm-hmm. and basically, like he knew, he knew, he knew his shit when it came to satellites and all that, the the whole shabazz. So he knew you can hijack the signal by broadcasting a stronger signal on top of it mm-hmm. and using the same frequencies. So he did such thing. Hence the Captain Midnight story. I I just want to say that's a pretty cool fucking name by the way. Yeah. Like that like like if you have a friend and he goes by the name Captain Midnight, he's either like a fucking virgin <laughs> <laughs> wearing like a fucking like tank top with like Cheeto stains all over it or he's like fucking like plowing vagina <laughs> on the beach in Ventura. <laughs> in Ventura, dude. Like there's no in between with Captain Midnight. It's either dude. or, baby. Or it's like, oh dude, Captain Midnight fucked my girlfriend, dude. <laughs> and I'm not even mad about dude, it, bro. Shit, I, I got to sniff it afterwards, dude. <laughs> like, shit's tight. But um, basically, cucking for midnight. Yeah, I was like, dude, I got to smell her cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Midnight got in there, bro. Anyways, um, so anyways, that's 
essentially the story. I mean, there's really not that much more to go around. We, you yeah. know, we know the message. He was pretty upset. He was losing customers. Yeah, it forced him. It, it, he lost so many customers that he was making no money from his satellite salesman business. He had to take an actual second job uh, at an uplink station, and that's where he actually, you know, uh, hijacked the signal at his second job. And the, the way they were able to find him is, I guess, I mean, that's now, the cool part. How yeah. they found him was the cool part, dude. Yeah. So basically, authorities were tipped off by a man in Wisconsin who uh, um, basically said that there was a man who was bragging about how he had done this incident or whatever. What a fucking snitch, though. Like, like if I thought you, the same thing, dude. I was like, some random dude in Wisconsin, like, you... Oh, Say you're in Wisconsin or whatever, right? You go and see the Bears versus the Packers or whatever, and you hear somebody bragging about fucking, hey, dude, like, I hijacked a TV set. that was Aaron Rodgers who ratted him out, dude. Probably that fucking bitch. But anyways, would you go fucking to the FBI and, like, rat that person out? I'd be, I would be like, oh, that's pretty cool, and then yeah. move on with my day. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's fucking Osama bin Laden or some yeah. shit. It's not like he's bragging about taking down the Twin Towers or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, if that, it's like, okay, yeah, say something. Like, see something, say something. Correct, then, yeah. Cool, you're a patriot, we salute you. Yeah. Uh, But this is like, dude, this, I feel like it's like harmless fun, dude. Like, you're a fucking cunt for, <laughs> <laughs> for, for snitching on him. <laughs> Dude, this episode's gonna get flagged so <laughs> so fast, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, also to the way they were able to find him too, they were able to narrow it down to I guess uh, there this there was a a way of seeing which uplink scrambled the signal and what put the actual message. So that message of "Good evening, HBO from Captain Midnight." I guess the characters used. Only certain machines licensed were able to make like that font. Oh, wow. and so they were able to like narrow it down. Like, hey, dude, it's like this this pocket of fucking uplink satellite broadcasters in Florida or whatnot, right? And so they're like, hey, it's got to be some of these guys. So once they got that tip from that you know cunt in Wisconsin, <laughs> they were like, okay, we got you, John McDougal, and they try to I guess convict him. Uh, for you know hijacking uh, a, a broadcast without a license, but since he was a satellite dish salesman, he actually had a license and he worked for an uplink yeah. uh, center satellite place or whatever, right? And so he had he actually had his license, so they didn't really weren't able to like get him in too much trouble. I guess he had to pay like a five hundred dollar fine and he got one year of probation and whatnot. Uh, but it actually uh, led to. Uh, actual passage of the Electronics Communication Act of 1986, which made satellite hijackings a felony. Yeah, I would still say it's pretty cool, though. Like, yeah, I like can him. you imagine? Like, he was pretty old at that time too when he did it. So, yeah. like, to be like doing some rebellious shit like that. Yeah, he's like he's like the Rage Against the Machine before Rage Against yeah. the Machine. He's yeah. like Sac de la Rocha before <laughs> Sac de la Rocha, dude. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um. I want to let's go to another one. You got you have one in mind you want to go to because I I have one that I yeah. So um, the next one kind of bleeds into from okay. this one. So uh, a couple of months later, or I should say mm, about a year or so later. Uh, so Sunday, September sixth, nineteen eighty seven, uh, during the broadcast of a program called Three Daughters. Oh, I know where <laughs> you're going with this on the Playboy Channel. So softcore pornography. Uh huh. Uh, there was a text that showed up that you know had the Bible verses from Ezekiel 28 and Matthew 4:17. Thus saith the Lord thy God, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. 
repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, again, like I said, with Mr. McDougal, they were able to, you know, narrow it down during that time because only certain machines were able to use certain fonts and whatnot. And given the the religious text that was being used, uh, they were able, investigators were able to narrow it down fairly quickly who, who did this incursion, right? Uh, so the fingerprints were all over it from a religious uh, group uh, with a Christian broadcasting network, in, again, in Florida, a man in Florida. No surprise. Uh, a man named Thomas Haney. Uh, he was an uplink engineer, and he was the only engineer during that time uh, at the Christian Broadcasting Network. Uh, I guess the Christian Broadcasting Network, you know, they fought it tooth and nail, saying, there's no way you can pin it on me. And then, you know, the FCC was like, well, dude, he was the only guy on staff. Your machine is the only machine that makes this font. Hey, guess what? This is now a felony now <laughs> because of Mr. McDougal. And I guess uh, <laughs> he ended up getting three years probation, paying a $1,000 fine, and doing 150 hours of community service. And I guess he actually did this to multiple porn channels. I guess there was yeah. like the Adam and Eve channel. There was some other one that I thought was hilariously funny, like the name. I was like, dude, how is this like? Adam and Eve channel. That's a, that's a name I haven't heard in ages, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was another one. It was hilariously like pornographic. I was like, how is this able to be like on the TV listing as an actual channel? It was something like. The Fantastic Voyage. Yeah, the, the Coziest Cunts channel or yeah. whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like he did this multiple times, but he was only convicted for the one on the Playboy Network because of the. Dang. He was able to get in. You know what's funny about this? Apparently, like the Playboy channel wasn't even going to do anything about it. Until they got so many complaints about it the, <laughs> that they were like they had to take action. Oh, really? That's probably I didn't realize that they were the only one who like pressed charges on it, but it's probably because of the amount of like the response that they got. Yeah, that it was like you have to do something. People, yeah. people were watching. I don't want to feel guilty, daughters, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to feel guilty when I'm watching my softcore yeah. porn. Yeah, Playboy, pretty softcore. Too much story, dude. Too much story for me, dude. <laughs> not enough action. Not, not enough action, dude. Too much yeah. Too much fucking talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of cunts just talking. Fucking cunting it up. I watch this to get away from my cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need some more cunt talking to me. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, guys. It's all jokes. This is a comedy podcast. But yes. One that I did want to talk about. This is uh, November 26, 1977. This is called the Southern Television Hijack. Mm. Yeah, I got that one too. So Southern, uh, this is pretty popular one. I actually had no idea about this one. Me either. So this one was a hijacking of, uh, what was the, uh, the ITN News Bulletin on uh, Southern Television in the United Kingdom. So it tells you something. Not familiar with this shit. Not up my sleeve. Maybe Lee Nutland. Maybe Lee, you know. Yeah. I always, for some reason, I always think Nicole Simish Bosch lives in, in England. But, like, they were colonized. Like, her people were colonized. Or she was probably a she colonizer. She was a colonizer. Yeah. She, she, I just want to say that she should probably write a, a, an apology letter to every, like, <laughs> black person on earth. Don't be a cunt. <laughs> Stop, sorry for being a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I assume that's how she talks. Maybe. Uh, I saw that she was watching Shit's Creek the other day. It made me like think, I've never seen that show. I might give it a shot. Yeah, she recommends it. Pretty funny. Yeah? Um, yeah. If you recommend it, she recommends it, I might watch it. If you like Eugene Levy and his son, like you're-, you're That's his real son in that's real life? That's his real son, yes. I was going to say, they picked great casting. Yeah. That looks a lot like he would be a son. Well, it came from his ball sack. Okay. All yeah. right. That's good casting. Yeah. Um, well, his son, his son's well, hilarious. Oh, okay, good. I was going to say, as long as it's not like nepotism, dude. No, no, but he good. He did it on himself. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, so and Catherine O'Hara, the 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 mom from Home Alone, and the voice of Sally, and the mom in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, they're kind of like a team, dude. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen The Might of Win? Yes, dude. I th- the Might of Win, one of those underrated movies ever. Seemed mm-hmm. like his uh, best in show in all those movies they did. But The Might of Win, amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yes. Anyways, all right. So. Uh, Basically, in this like crazy British Southern television thing, it gets hijacked again, and all of a sudden you start hearing the voice of Brillion or Brillion or however you want to pronounce it. Vermilion, I don't know. Yeah, so he's basically this space alien from Aster from the Astrogalactic Command. Yep. Basically, I didn't write down the full message, but no, he, I didn't either. It was six minutes. Yeah, it's super long. He's basically saying like, "You have to take down your nuclear weapons and love each other and stop being cunts to each other." <laughs> 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 you, you guys have been really cunty lately. Please stop doing that. And he's saying all this with like a British accent, yeah. which is like kind of like telling like. Pretty sure this is not the real Brillian. Yeah. I know the real Brillian. He yeah. fucking sounds like he's from Jersey, dude. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people were like, this is probably not the real guy. Uh, the world is, uh, let me say, your world and the beans on the other one. Okay. So, anyways, he's basically saying, like, we fucking, like, see you guys. Please stop, you know, your nuclear arms dealings. And it goes on for a long time. It actually kind of freaked me out the first time I heard it because I was like, dude, that voice is like pretty jarring. Yeah. And like it kind of made my like skin crawl for a second. It's like, like te- it's like a text to like an early text to speech voice, but like with a like a proper British accent. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first like 10 seconds, like get ready to like get that like, you know, nail scratching on the board vibe where it's like, oh, and, and it's not so much that like it interrupts the broadcast and you can't hear anything else. You still hear, hear like some stuff in the background Yeah, on top of this. Like you hear him like coming in. So it, I could see how like a dumb person would be like, oh shit, it's really oh, the alien. Oh shit, it's really brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Put the fucking gun away. <laughs> no, bust him out. <laughs> We're going to war with brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to take our guns away. That freaking liberal oh, over my dead body. You freaking liberal. <laughs> um, Even though this is in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over there, they're like, oh yeah, we've I've been cunt. We should probably give him our guns. We should write apology letters. Like Nicole Schmidt's ball. Um, but anyways, um, basically, you know, that goes on. Uh, like I said, it's pretty freaky at first. You know, if you do end up watching this, I'm mm. sure, I don't know if Jacob will put links or something on the description of the video, but probably not. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I could, I guess. I but uh, it is pretty jarring at first, like the first, you know, <sighs> 20 seconds of it. And then it just keeps going on. It's just like that dude that just like doesn't know when to shut up. Because mm. then it, it loses kind of a little bit of its like, cool factor yeah when it just goes on and on about like it's all about timing everybody yeah it's like just no one to stop no one to hold them no one to fold them correct and he did not know when to fold them because he keeps going on about all this like nonsense and 
every time I would do research for one of these topics, and this is why we didn't start with this one, is because it starts off super strong. Like this could have been Max Headroom level yeah. shit. And then it just goes on. It's just like, oh, my God. I don't think I once finished the video because I was like, ugh. Yeah, it's time to go masturbate. Yeah, it's like, here comes another cunt. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to watch the Playboy channel. And like, three daughters. <laughs> trying to watch three daughters. <laughs> that is fucking cutting one year, another cutting another year. <laughs> three of them in my face. <laughs> fucking Beryllian. That's not even the Beryllian I know because he's cool, dude. He would not do that. <laughs> um <laughs> But I guess this 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 effect was achieved uh, because I guess the the main transmitter that you know ITN was using, uh, I, I'm not even gonna attempt to fucking make sense of it. But I guess it rebroadcasts an off air signal uh, from another transmitter somewhere else. So it's like this roundabout way, like super hard way of broadcasting a signal, whatever. But in in a nutshell, what it does is it leaves that broadcast signal vulnerable to being hijacked. So whoever did this knew about this mm-hmm. and decided to play War of the Worlds with the United yeah. Kingdom and shit. Pretty cool. I mean, it is kind of cool. Yeah. It's a cool way to start a movie or something. Yeah, and, and not only that, like, and I don't know if the Statue of Limitations has... Fallen off, it's fallen off for us. But remember when we used to work at Target and we would still walk oh, the talkies? Dude, so I was gonna say this off air because I don't know how like legal what you're about to say is, but yes, I do remember everything you're yeah. saying. Yeah, so we would take walkie talkies and then on our day off, hey, what are they gonna do? Like, he's, they, those people aren't even manager at Target anymore. Wait, or whatever. Jacob, you used to do what? Yeah. <laughs> no, remember when I got rehired at Target? I brought my own walkie in. <laughs> Like, hey, dude, like, we, we were short walkies. I returned all property back I to I did, the, too, yes. To all walkies went back to the they, Target Corporation. The last day I showed up, it's like a cop on his last days where he had turned in his badge and his gun. That was me. Yeah. Here you go. Here's my name badge and my walkie-talkie. I brought them six. And I was like, <laughs> here you go. I Sorry. A, I had one in each car, right? And I remember, but remember, we, like, on our day offs, so, like, we would go to, like, Sonic, and we would do, like, little, uh, like, I do remember. Like yes, that. I do. Remember. We got a code brown, or we would, you know, and to a point, like it got silly where people started to. Uh, Dude, I remember. So, I exactly with the no one to hold them, no one to fold them. I do think that there's a point where like it crosses the line of like, hey, it's no longer cool. And there was a time where like shit got like way not cool, where yeah. it was like things were not. Yeah, so when me and you would do it, it was funny because it was like we were calling a code red or whatever, like something like subtle, like where it's just yeah. like what a code red is, is like fire, fire or uh, code green, where it's like, oh, there's a spill like on the feminine hygiene. Or we would right? ask for something like ridiculous, like, hey, do you uh, guys got any Teddy Rocks? Do we have Teddy Rocks bins in yeah, stock yeah, or whatever? But, like, it was subtle where it's just, like, we're going to inconvenience yeah. whoever's working at this time where they have to go to that aisle and, like, there's nobody there kind of thing. Do we have that voice-changing thing from Home Alone 2? <laughs> where is that located? Electronics, you know where that's located? They they, they swore to God that it's here. And uh, I don't think they would swear on God yeah. if, they, if it wasn't. <laughs> but then, like, people would start to copycat us. And, yeah. like, they would – They I, I remember one guy. I won't say his name. But he stole a bunch of walkies. And they started just saying like racial epithets, like the N word and cunt and stuff yeah. like on there. And to me, I was just like, okay, yeah, like the, yeah. the joke's dead at that point. I remember one time somebody was just going like, woo, woo. And I was like, oh my God, this is definitely not like. It's just annoying now. Yeah, I was like, oh, the joke's done. Yes. This is why there's like 
you know, Brendan Shaw and like Chris Rock. There's, there's levels to this shit, all right? Not everybody should have a microphone in front of their face. No offense, Jacob. It's all good. <laughs> but, it's all good. But yes, that, that it was kind of a, you know, lines were crossed at that time period. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, and this is what this kind of reminds me of, too. Yeah, like yeah. you have, you got Max Headroom. And you got all the followers and whatnot, yeah. right? Even though this came before Max Headroom, but there's a ton of them, right? Uh, in 1988, there was another one. Uh, during the, I didn't know this, and I remember watching the 88 World Series, the famous one where Kirk Gibson hits the home run and does okay, this and yeah. shit. I guess there was uh, an incident, and I don't think it was the national broadcast, maybe like a local broadcast somewhere, where someone spliced in 10 seconds of hardcore pornography yeah, dude dude the one that's crazy to me is the um the super bowl with the the cardinals and the steelers and apparently this was only broadcast in the like arizona area mm-hmm. but it like goes to full-on like hardcore pornography and you can watch the actual video an edited version of course but where it's like the dude like whips out his fucking <laughs> schlong and is like getting like can you imagine like having like a like a Super Bowl party and all of a sudden like that video pops up and some dude's getting like his like schlong sucked <laughs> sucked off? It's like dude, it, I I honestly like dude, whoever's hosting that Super Bowl party is like, "Oh, we're not going back to that dude's house anymore." <laughs> Cuz like there's Don't no, invite him to Christmas there's dinner. There's no either. way I would be like, "Oh, yeah, he probably had that shit already like saved yeah. for like after we take off type of thing." I, that's how Bluetooth works, ladies and gentlemen. Like whenever your phone, yeah, like, that's that's the thought that I would have. Like, dude, that was on his phone. It mirrored onto his TV and then like he fumbled around to get it off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is exactly where my mind would have gone. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty big one. I was like I sp- Really surprised I had never heard of that one. Yeah, me either. I was like, damn. Thank God that was not me. Uh, Another one that was kind of, I mentioned the walkie story where people were copying us and they started doing, you know, racist things on the walkie and whatnot, right? Uh, I guess on the morning of Wednesday, May 17th, 2006, the signal of Babylon, New York FM radio station WBAB uh, was hijacked for about 90 seconds while the signal jammers broadcast the songs N Word Hating Me. By the 1960-era white supremacist country singer uh, Johnny Rebel, uh, Roger Lucy and the station's morning host said at the time, whatever that was, it was very racist. 22 years in radio, I've never heard anything like this. So uh, basically, and it happened again uh, on uh, a radio station called Jacked FM uh, where they continuously hijacked the signal and played that song by Johnny Rebel called N-Word Hating Me. Dude, that's pretty uh pretty lame, I got to yeah. admit. Like and you know it was like some like lame dude who thought he was really funny and like okay. slapping his knee or whatever. Yeah, with his two teeth in playing his head. Car- cards against humanity or some <laughs> shit like Yeah, it was like not cool, dude. Mm. Yeah, and not cool. Yeah. But one that was cool. Now this is cool, dude. This is probably one of my favorites. This is the uh, the hi- hijackers that took over a Montana TV station to broadcast that the zombie apocalypse was happening. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the zombie apocalypse one is one of my favorite ones because I would have been fooled by this. Anytime that that like emergency broadcast signal comes out. <laughs> Anyways, one of those pops up, and it says, Bodies of the dead are rising. The dead are attacking the living. Do not attempt to 
apprehend these individuals. Anyways, it says that and is like further noted, you know, like further instructions will will occur as more information is gathered. And it's like, what the fuck? And it was broadcast during the Steve Wilcock. Wilco's show, which I never heard of before, but <laughs> but it sounds like something that would definitely be happening, like in like the nineties or like early two thousands. Um, apparently, like it freaked out some people. A lot of people were like, oh, "That's got to be a joke." Some people did call to ask if if zombies were really coming to life or like mm-hmm. if the dead were really coming to life. I would probably be one of those people that'd be like, "What the fuck." Mm-hmm. And like it freaked I out. I don't blame you because it, it, like, when you watch the video, uh, it, it, it is really convincing, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you know the, what was the vermilion or whatever. Where it's like after a couple of minutes, you're like, oh, okay, this is some bullshit or whatever, right? You hear that fucking emergency broadcast, uh, fucking thing. I'm gonna play. It. It's very jarring and it grabs your attention. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. So once you hear that shit, yeah, it's like, oh, there's, there's serious shit's about to happen. You know, there's an earthquake, comes flash, a hurricane, hurricane, flash flood, warning, fucking yeah. hail, like fog, snow, or whatever. We get that all the time here. Yeah. If you hear this fucking thing going off, and there, you get that message that fucking, you know, the dead are rising and shit. And mind you, what what year was this? Uh, dang it, I don't know if I have the year. I think this was like 1997 or something. Yeah. So this is, I mean, the internet. The, only Mr. Cooper has the yeah. fucking internet at this point or whatever. Or yeah. You have to get the free 100 hours of AOL at your grocery store or whatever, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, to get on the internet and whatnot. Like, I would, you, again, you'd probably think, like, okay, a- at least for a minute, is this real? Is this really happening? Yeah. I I honestly would have been, like, very freaked out. It's, like, the beginning of, like, you know. Every think, horror movie. Every horror zombie movie, like The Walking Dead. The Dawn of the Dead, all those like the dead movies, or like, or what's that show that we were just talking about? Oh, uh, the the rest of us, the uh, the last of us, the last yeah. of us, yeah. Yes. So like, it's something that you know would start something like that at the very beginning, like episode one. It's pretty, pretty cool. I gotta yeah. admit that one is really cool. I like that one. I like that one a lot. It's pretty freaky. If you have not seen this one, it's all over YouTube. So. Look up the uh, the Montana TV station zombie broadcast or apocalypse warning or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's one of the cooler ones out there. In fact, it's one of the more PG thirteen ones out there too. <laughs> you don't get you don't get n word hating me, uh, me by Johnny Rebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one's uh, that one's probably not the cool one. No, I don't like that one. But anyways, Art, uh, there is a whole whole I, Wikipedia I, I, of these. Yeah. Do you have any other ones you want? So wanna... I, I basically just have two, two that I kind of wanted to to leave you guys on, and these are, you know, that was my favorite one, the zombie one. But then this was the one that definitely has the most like internet lore right now. This is one of the hijack of an emergency message that was followed by the phrase "Would you? Could you?" on a train. Mm. So, anyways, in the uh, WKTV in. Uh, Utica, New York, a message pops up, similar to that other one. And this one says, Civil authorities have issued hazardous material warning for the United States, effected until September 29th, 2.16 a.m. Eastern, uh, what's ETD stand for? ETD? Eastern time? Eastern time. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says, would you, could you, on a train, wait for further instructions? 
Anyways, people were pretty baffled by this. Uh, the emergency broadcast system later blamed FEMA and said, hey, we were just testing things out. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No big deal. That was fine up until uh, September 29th of 2016, which is just a couple of days later. Um, and it basically, and it actually is the same day that they said, wait for this effective until September 29th. So a train derailment in New York, basically like a dude crashes into a train station Fuck. and injures a bunch of people. And later on it's, People say that he basically had undiagnosed sleep apnea, and that's what happened. But people were like, well, that's pretty weird. Like, then who hijacked the signal? What did that mean? You know, all kinds of things. There's all these, like, conspiracy theories, very similar to what's going on right now in Ohio. There's very underreported story with that train over there. But apparently a lot of people think that, you know, you know, Train accidents are one of the most underreported things. Like we hear, we rarely hear about train accidents until they're too late. Basically. They happen a lot. <laughs> yeah, but they happen a lot more than you think. Like you're more likely to die on a train than you are on a plane by a lot. But nice. we hear more about anytime a plane goes down, you hear about it. Yeah. But train accidents, they happen way more frequently, and you don't hear about them that often. So you know, it's it's one of those weird things that like that um that that just happen. It has all these like rabbit holes. It it actually made me go down this weird thing of like web bots. Apparently, like web bots are a thing where like the internet gathers up all this information. And it can kind of predict the future. Oh damn! And I was like, that's pretty fucking weird. Maybe for a future episode or like, have you heard of the I Ching? So the I Ching is like this weird like mathematical equation that people in China came up with in like in like a long time ago, and it basically like predicts the end of the world because it's like this mathematical equation that just goes on forever, and then it has like an end date. And it's like people say it's gonna be like the end of the world, but I think we're actually already past that end date. So like, oh, thank God, twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's like all oh, this like twenty. I think theirs is a different date, but I don't know around there. But anyways, yeah, it made me like. It was a pretty interesting one. That's definitely like one of the things that, and I don't want to just lump this into like, you know, here's another little one. Go ahead and like suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it. It was pretty interesting as I was doing research on it because. There's very little known about it. And the fact that there's very little known about it and they're saying like FEMA did it and it was, oh, don't worry, FEMA was just doing that to test it. And then FEMA was like, no, we didn't do that. Kind of like, reminds me, remember when there was that nuke alert in Hawaii where they yeah. said uh, North Korea was launching a nuke and all these people were jumping in the manholes in Hawaii like yeah, the Ninja yeah. Turtles and shit. That was pretty freaky. I had a friend who lived in Hawaii when that was happening. Oh, shit. And um, it's actually, you know, Jenny, like it's Jenny's best friend, Keely. She lived in Hawaii. Um and she was pretty freaked out. Like, wow. it was pretty scary, like, when that happened. Because, like, all these people were, like, posting, like, all this shit on Instagram, like, like on her page. Because they were like, I don't know why. And it's like, then, then it turned out to be nothing. But, like, it was pretty freaky. And then the last one that I wanted to, like, put out there is the 2022 uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine hijack. Oh, wow. This is the, the anonymous group pretty much hijacked their main channel, the pro-Kremlin channel. I think it's called... Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, I remember this. Channel 1, Russia 1, uh, where anytime that they had some kind of like pro-Russia thing, they would play like Ukrainian music over it just to kind of like, like kind of their fuck you to, to Russia. And then on May 9th, 2022, during the Russia Victory Day Parade, which is like fucking 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, Russia, they were once again hijacked and uh, displayed uh, Putin's war crime and promote the truth about the Russian invasion using various messages. So they were just posting all this like kind of like anti-Putin stuff um, and that there's blood on your hands and all this stuff. And like it was pretty cool because yeah, like your government is lying to you because I, I mean in a nutshell that's like like north korea russia or whatever yeah their, their, their government owns you know they don't have freedom of the press so like they, whatever agenda they want out there like they control you know the by the government like hey america and uk are evil russia is protected by the blood of christ and we have to invade you know ukraine because mm-hmm. they want to molest all the world's children <laughs> they're working with you know Save jeffrey children yeah they're working with jeffrey epstein and shit and so it's a lot of that, and so a lot of the stuff that Putin does and the Kremlin and whatnot gets like swept under the rug or not talked about or whatnot, and it gets suppressed blah, 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 and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, I, I did hear about that how like Anonymous was like hijacking their signal and showing like the Russian citizens like, hey, yo, like what you're hearing is not true, and this is what's really going on. Yeah, your government is the devil. They they broadcasted like, like someone reading a poem, and then they were showing footage of like. Like the Ukrainian war, like stuff that does not get broadcast in Russia. That's pretty intense shit. Like, you know, going up against a government like that, like they're very anti uh, freedom of the press. So, like, the fact that they were doing all that was pretty fucking intense. Like, hopefully, you know, Vladimir Putin doesn't, doesn't, uh, you know what's catch them. I don't want to end the podcast on this, but I guess I am. But you know what's scary is, I guess, like Putin, I, I don't know how true or not this is, right? is I guess Putin is, like, in his final days, like, he has, like, leukemia or something. something Like, he's got, like, a dire disease where he's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's grim. He's he's on, he's on knocking on heaven's door or Satan's knock, door. Knock, knock, Yeah, go ahead. And uh, I guess, like, he, he's doing this, like, as his swan song. And if it doesn't work out, he's going to launch the nukes on his deathbed. Like, that's the, the, the theory mm. that's being floated around there on the dark web and shit. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. Like, I don't think he's dying. But I do think, like, you know, it's funny that we end on the Russia note just because I was talking to, you know, with all these, like, balloons that have been flying around and like, unidentified flying objects and all this stuff. And part of it is like, yeah, it'd be really cool if they're aliens and we're shooting down aliens and stuff. Like, that's cool. But, like, I was telling my boss, I was like, a part of me kind of thinks that, you know, anytime that there's, like, chaos like that or, like, big news things like that like that's the calling card of things that the united states used to do to like foreign countries like to like destabilize nicaragua or you know like you know like just do different things like that where like they would go in and like basically just create chaos in like foreign countries and i feel like that's something that like russia would do like russia would do that to like to kind of fuck with the united states and create this big news story like look over here like you know like create division within the United States and, you know, politically we're super divided now. Like we hate each other. Here comes a civil war type of thing. And, um, I say that because my boss was just like, I don't think it's Russia. Like no way Russia would do something like that. It's probably China. And I, and he had kind of like this like pro Russia's like mentality. And I was like, we're, the, we're there right now. We're like conservatives are, not very anti-Russia in a yeah. weird way, like which is weird because Reagan, economic yeah. Reagan era conservatives. Yeah, it's like anti-Russia. all of a sudden, like we're like I wouldn't say pro-Russia, but at least not anti-Russia. Yeah. And it's just like that's weird to me. Yeah, that is weird to me. Like clearly, there's like something's gotten through. Yeah, like 
the the mind has changed and like it, uh, yeah something has gone through and if Russia is putting out that propaganda it's working for yeah. sure yeah well during the 2016 election there was a lot of bots like russian bots that were spreading false information and we should do a bots episode yeah that's the second time bots come up on this episode yeah it's a sign yeah uh, anyways, uh, do you got any, I mean, there is a lot to talk about on this. Like I, I invite everyone, YouTube, every single case that we, we went over cause it, it, it's all super interesting. Uh, but also go to the Wikipedia broadcast signal intrusions. Uh, and there's just like this whole laundry list of them that you can choose mm-hmm. from and whatnot. Right. There's actually a YouTube video where he does like an iceberg version. You know, we did an iceberg episode, iceberg version of like, you know, obviously like, Max Headroom, like that's the tippy that's top. like you know most popular one, and then there's some way at the bottom that are like pretty intriguing, and uh, he goes over those with you. So and he has links to all of them. So pretty cool video. Yeah, check it out. So if I got enough time this weekend, I'll try to put those on there. <laughs> but if not, just take our word for it. Uh, but are right, you got anything else, man? That's it, man. All right. So uh, with that said, guys, if you have a TV hijacking or broadcast hijacking that you want to talk with us, guys. Hit us up on all the social medias over at Art and Jacob Do America doc, at Art and Jacob Do America, not Art and Jacob Do America That's later. Uh, except for Twitter, we are at Art and Jacob Do A One. Because goddamn sons, that's just how a steak is done. I had an idea for a T-shirt actually, where it was like it's going to be a ripoff of the A One logo, mm-hmm. and it's just like Art and Jacob Do America. That's how a podcast is done, and I think we did it this week. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. I'll, I'll work on it if I get some time or whatever. We got the storm of the century yeah. keeping us home, so uh, it might happen this weekend. If not, though, whatever. Uh, if you want to help support this podcast, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to the Patreon over at patreon.com slash America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode uh, for your listening pleasure. So go on over there, donate $1, donate $2, donate $15 like Jesus Gutierrez does. God bless your soul. Um, but every single week you'll get that bonus episode and nine times out of 10, those bonus episodes are just as good, if not better. Nine times out of 10, they're probably better than the actual episode that you're getting for free. So this week is no exception. We get into, uh, (laughs) some high school stories. High school hijinks. Yeah. It's, I I really like that. That that was a really good Patreon that we just did. So head on over there. If you like us here, you love us over there. So head on over there, support us. If you want to support us in any other way, guys. I highly recommend heading on over to artjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links. We currently have four t-shirts designs up there. So uh, grab yourself a t-shirt, grab yourself a sweatshirt, grab yourself fucking headphone fucking stickers or whatever. I don't know. They got a bunch of shit with our logos and shit on it or whatever, right? Uh, but it's not so much to help us monetarily as we probably see a couple cents from every purchase made over there. But it does help promote the podcast. So if you're... In the Ukraine fighting goddamn Putin or whatever, right? Trying to keep his fingers off of the fucking nuke button and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the Russian army sees you in an Art Jacob Do America t-shirt. They listen to our podcast. They'll have a change of heart as well as help support this podcast by increasing our downloads, which helps us tremendously in keeping this dog and pony show alive. So head on over there to do that. If you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com. We are official members of the Podbelly Network, so check us out. Check us out over there, as well as other great podcasts, such as our boys over at the Selfie King Podcast, uh, Paranormal Punchers, and Robots for Eyes. But with that said, Art, I'm tired. I'm tired too, man. I Good say, episode, though. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, yeah, classic for sure. So, with that said, guys, goodbye. 
and good night. Good night. Don't be a cunt. Who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.